What's going on? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. Thanks for joining us on a Tuesday. It is NHL Monday on a Tuesday. You don't get this too often. This is a rare occurrence. We were uh, out yesterday. I was traveling. I was on the road. Don't worry. I wasn't traveling through the air. I had a couple friends who went to Vegas a couple weeks ago, and uh, they flew Frontier, and they said the plane was 100% packed. Just bloated like a like a can of sardines. Crazy. I mean, if you're going to fly, I guess don't fly. Or wait, did I say it's Frontier? I don't know if I said Southwest. It was Frontier. Either way, I drove yesterday. I was on the road all day. And when you drive for eight hours straight, you, know, you, you tend to get a little stiff, get a little, you know, the back, the neck, whatever. And I was fine yesterday, but I get home and I had uh, I had some class last night. For those who don't know, I'm taking some uh, data science classes to help the handicapping, of course. But either way, I got to bed a little late last night. This morning, get up, walk my dog. And keep in mind, I, I drove for eight hours yesterday. I'm walking back in the house and I yawn as I'm walking up a hill and something happened. I, I, I pulled something in my neck. This is how you know you're getting old when you can't yawn in the morning without pulling something. So we're in the midst of moving uh, my girlfriend actually in in here uh, to, to, to my place. And it's, uh, it's, it's a perfect time that you want a neck injury, you know, a neck injury. Listen to me. Like I'm going to be on the IR for a couple of weeks. It's, 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 it doesn't feel good. That's for sure. And we're moving today. So that's how it goes, I guess. But anyway, I was out yesterday. So today is a little two for Tuesday. We're going to do the NHL show right now. Um, and we have some interesting things to talk about in the NHL show for sure. And then after this, we're going to go ahead and record uh, Concept Tuesday. So let's get right into it. NHL Monday on a Tuesday. Uh, first things first, special thanks to Better Edge online, betteredge.com. And I know some of you guys out there have signed up, but this is a word to everyone who hasn't signed up to Better Edge yet. If you want to start making more money today, sign up to Better Edge. Now you may say, Tala, how can you promise making more money? I've already lost money. It's already been legal here for, for you know however long. Or maybe you live in a state like California where it hasn't been legal. How do you expect me to do this? Better Edge solves all those problems. First of all, they're legal in pretty much every state except three or four. Check them out online and see where, you know, I think it's Arizona, Idaho, New Mexico, and maybe Connecticut are the four states they're not in right now. Besides that, they're everywhere. So even if you're, it's not legal in your state, I'm sure Better Edge, you know, there's a great chance they're there. But uh, the, the, the reason you can start making more money today and the reason why a lot of people are like, wait, what do you mean? How, how can I start immediately making more money? They don't use a VIG. They don't charge a VIG on any of their lines. Everything is a 50-50, technically a 50-50 match. Now, you're not always going to get pick em, pick em, but if one side is minus 250 in a hockey game, the other side is going to be plus 250. So you're getting equal value. And over the course of the long run, if you're getting equal value, your expected losses should be $0. So do yourself a favor. Start betting VIG free. They're one of a kind. It's so cool. Online, betteredge.com. That's B-E-T-T-O-R, edge.com. And use promo code SHARP. That's SHARP with a P. That's going to get you 10 free dollars in your account. And use that $10. By the way, roll over free 10 bucks. Use it how you want. Make a couple bets. See how you like betting VIG free. Online, betteredge.com, promo code SHARP. 
All right, let's get to NHL Monday on a Tuesday. <laughs> uh, all right, so I don't know if uh, if this has made the rounds yet. I don't know if this has gone viral. Again, I spent all day away from the news cycle, from radio, from everything yesterday. We listened to audiobooks pretty much for eight hours driving. And, uh, you know, some podcasts. We listened to some little Joe Rogan. Uh, he had Elon Musk on last week. It was great. But, uh, <laughs> but um I, I wasn't sure how much this got around, but uh, Artemi Panarin, okay, the left winger for the New York Rangers. Did you hear about this? To quote Jimmy Vollmer from South Park. Did you hear about this? Have you seen this? Did you hear about this? Uh, Artemi P- uh, Panarin last week came out and said some things that may have been viewed as negative against Vladimir Putin. He spoke out a little bit against Russian politics Spoke in favor of democracy, kind of criticized Putin, okay? So fast forward a couple days, and a prominent Russian paper comes out with a story about Artemi Panarin back in 2011, 10 years ago, and it has to do with uh, sexual assault in a nightclub, mind you. So he's come out and venomously denied it. The New York Rangers have come out and pretty much said, I don't have the exact tweet in front of me, but they pretty much said this is a clear sign of intimidation and political manipulation. I mean, this is clear what's going on. I mean, I mean, I don't know how many people listening right now just trust Vladimir Putin more than anyone else on, on, on earth. That's kind of tough to do, right? The guy just, he strikes me as a little shady. You know, I wouldn't trust him watching my dog. Let's just put it that, put it that way. I don't, Vladimir Putin doesn't, doesn't seem like a great guy. And so this happens, this news story comes out, pretty much framing Panarin, feel bad for the dude, and he's taking now a leave of absence from the Rangers. So yes, it's an interesting story. It's horrible to see this happening. It's a, once again a sign that Russia is just, you know, it's, it's crazy what is going on in the world. But aside from all that, this is a sports handicapping show, and we'll talk about how to break this down and how we can use situations like this. And when I say situations like this, I'm not talking about someone being held hostage by the Russian media through Vladimir Putin. I'm talking about when a player leaves for an interesting reason, whatever it may be, this is how you evaluate it, okay? So first off, our overall ranking of Artemi Panarin is the number four left winger in the entire NHL. I mean, he is elite. He's part of one of the best first lines in the NHL with him, Mika Zinjibad, and uh, Lafreniere. There's not a whole lot that you can say in terms of his talent that you can't say about a lot of other left-wingers who are elite. I mean, I'm talking elite. Now, this year, he's played 14 games so far. He's got 18 points in 14 games. Five goals, 13 assists. And a lot of people who say, yeah, five goals, 13, uh, five goals 14 games... What he does in terms of the cohesiveness of that line, and I'm not just talking about the offense, it's when the defense is out there too, he makes everyone around him better. And those five shots are, are, are and those five goals are on 44 shots. That's 11 and a half shooting percentage. That's pretty good. So this year, he's performed very well. In his career, he's a, a, a top left winger. Okay, so obviously it's going to be a huge downgrade for the Rangers. They're going to have to fill a spot on their first line, not only replacing the stats. Here's the thing where it's interesting. You're not just replacing the numbers. A lot of people want to boil these guys down to numbers. That's not the case. Now, obviously, his stats will have to be replaced, but it's how he 
gets along with that first line. How much better he makes Zinjabad and Lafreniere. Like, he is the glue for this team, largely. I mean, the next best player on the team is Zinjabad, the first line center. Behind that, I mean, what do they do? Here's the issue. If they move Chris Kreider up from left or from uh, second line left wing to first line, now what do they do? Now how do they fill that second line? I mean, they don't have too many other great left wingers on the team. They call somebody up from the, the taxi squad, put him on the second line. Do they fill, do they move him up, uh, Phil, uh, God, how do you say his last name? Uh, D. Giuseppe? <laughs> they don't have many guys. That's my point. What are you going to do? How are you going to make this work? It's tough. So Panarin is a huge loss for the Rangers. Obviously, you have to fill in the stats, right? But you have to fill in also how he mixes with the team, the locker room, things like that. So... It's not just always what are the stats, how do you look at it in terms of the <clears throat> X's nose replacing five goals, 13 assists, and 14 games. It's what does he do for this team? And a lot of times, there's the absence of one player, and it bleeds over. Now, it's not just the absence in terms of the ice, on the ice, what they do during play. It's the distraction. Now, everyone else on the team has to answer questions about what do you think about Panarin? Do you think he did it back in 2011? Do you think the Russian media is lying? They're going to get asked that every day until this whole situation gets solved. So first of all, you have to replace Panarin's stats. Second of all, you have to replace his cohesiveness and, and what he does as a glue guy on that team. Third of all, it's a distraction for everyone else who's still playing. So it's a big downgrade for New York. If you want to quantify it, I mean, that's that's very, very tough to do for one number. We can talk about how you quantify it for home, road, uh, offense, defense, things like that. And it's a, obviously, it's a downgrade all the way around. It's a major downgrade for offense, both home and road. And you know what? Defensively, I don't think we're going to do too much. It may be a minor, minor downgrade, but here's the thing. Defensively for New York... Everyone on their defense still healthy. That's fine. But they're going to stress defense now, knowing they're not going to score four or five goals a game like they used to be able to and beat teams offensively. If they're going to win until Panarin comes back, they're going to have to do it with defense. So maybe a change in style and an extra, you know, more stress on defense will change the way they play. So don't go downgrading the defense too much. We may expect some lower scoring games from New York. So that's just kind of one example, how to look at what happens when a player leaves, how do we evaluate it? It's not just what they do on the ice or the field or court or whatever. There's a lot of other factors that, that, that go into it. All right. Uh, before we get out of here today, wanted to give our updated goalie rankings. I don't think we've given any goalie rankings all season long. And uh, like other rankings and power rankings we, we've given on this show, you know, everything that we get here is pretty much delivered to us through our computer we give it the rules and it gives us the outcome so this isn't me making a making a list one through ten this is just numerical so uh, i'm gonna go quick here ten through one uh you know because we don't have notes or anything on these guys just ten through one number ten is semyon varlamov of the new york islanders number nine carter hart philadelphia flyers number eight jordan bennington st louis Number seven, Frederick Anderson, Toronto Maple Leaves. Number six, Robin Leonard, who's currently hurt, of the Vegas Golden Knights. Number five, Tuka Rask of uh, Boston uh, Bruins. Number four, Andre Vasilevsky, Tampa Bay Lightning. And what you're going to see as we get through the top five, 
it's not just about how good these goalies are. It's the defense. I mean, you can get a great defense in front of an average goalie, and that average goalie will put up great numbers. And he may win a couple awards and get a lot of recognition in the media, but we don't care about the media or awards or ESPN or NHL.com or things like that. We care about stats and numbers and how good these guys intrinsically are when everything else on the ice is even. So that's what these rankings do. They this this boils down how good is this goalie himself in net. This has nothing to do with stats or wins or things like that. Because a lot of people out there who've been watching hockey you may say, How the heck do you have this guy in the top five? It's not about how good the team is, it's not about wins. And if your response is, Well, if it's a bad goalie or if the goalie's given up that many goals, he's not very good. That's wrong. That is so wrong. Go back the last 30 years, specifically the last 15, when things have been very similar to how they are now in the NHL. I mean, once they get rid of the, 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 the two-line pass and offense starts to open up, it's clear that goalies are so reliant on the defenses in front of them. And these couple goalies in my top five, they have below average defenses in front of them this year, and they're still still putting up good numbers. So, where was that? Number four, Andre Vasilevsky, Tampa Bay. Number three, John Gibson, the Anaheim Mighty Ducks. Uh, number two, Connor Hellebuck of Winnipeg. And number one, my number one goalie in the NHL, Darcy Kemper, Arizona Coyotes. I know, he's given up some goals this year. Doesn't have a great record. Doesn't have a fantastic save percentage. Arizona has played far below where we expected that defense to be. And you don't blame Darcy Kemper for that. You blame the defense for that and maybe, you know, a few style things. So uh, that does it for the uh, updated first uh, first reveal of the goalie rankings. Let me know online. You agree, disagree, or online? Uh, l- let me know on Twitter, at SharpAnglePod. What do you think of the rankings? What do you think of Artemi Panarin being held hostage by Vladimir Putin himself? So, anyway. All right, you guys have a nice day. We're about to do Concept Tuesday, so we'll talk to you soon on The Sharp Angle. 